this is a switch around. Aiden usually follows me up, but since uh, <clears throat> he uh, <clears throat> ruined <clears throat> the last <clears throat> a couple of episodes, <clears throat> I'm gonna let him go what first because make sure his up? mic works. <laughs> you fucked uh, it up. So yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna say it was my bad. Hey, you better uh, talk anyways, to that producer, we... man. <laughs> <laughs> Fire, fired. Um, no, so we actually had a really good episode that didn't go well. Um, so instead of going back, because it has some raw emotion that we can't really, we don't, we don't like to take two on anything. But we're gonna give a summary of um, what Aiden thought of nine and ten because he probably cried through basically both episodes because it was ending. So just give us a rundown of real quickie what you thought about it all. I enjoyed it. You know, for me, like I mentioned, it was a an emotional kind of roller coaster. It was just kind of taking me back to where I was in those moments when those games were going on. It was reliving it, and it was a fun time, especially for because you know for us it was high school. A lot of it was high school, um, or the tail the tail end of the journey was high school. But um, I, I just I teared up a bunch of times. You know, I couldn't I couldn't hold it back. Um, it was great. It was it was great reliving it all. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I did too. You know, um, I, I I know since then there's been a bunch of little like controversial comments made by teammates of Jordan. But before we get to that, I um, you know I, I mentioned in the first podcast that didn't go well that uh, um, I, I admitted a deep dark secret of that era, which was I didn't dislike the Bulls for winning. Or being good and not wanting to watch them. I dislike them because you're such a fucking sore winner. I couldn't be on your side. And so for about a decade, I accepted the role of just being the anti-Bulls fan and not enjoying it. But You know the interesting <laughs> thing is is you're way worse as a Laker fan. Because there's not, not... A, a morsel of being humble at all. Really? I, at all you know like i was oh a God. normal fan where it's like man you're worried about stuff you know you're worried about the game seven you you're just always like oh lakers got it lakers got it lakers gonna win the championship you, like you already <laughs> you you already are talking about how the lakers are gonna win this year like no doubt in your mind i mean that's that's the difference so so you can talk I, about I, me being brash but more so you're tenfold how i am I'm pulling the Jordan out of my core. I am Jordan. I always think I'm going to win. I always think Lakers are going to win. You just have not accepted the Jordan um, creed, I guess. So, therefore, you're not a true Bulls fan. You're not a true Jordan fan. You just have not. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, but okay, let me get to the couple of comments I had from this episode that I thought was very interesting. One was that after uh, Indy lost to um, the Bulls in, I think it was in 98, Larry and MJ meet in the back. And the only thing they say, Larry says something, fuck you, or no, you bitch, fuck you, <laughs> which is that was awesome. funny. <laughs> I know, I saw that. I was like, damn, Mike is just giving it to him. And then the other thing was uh, how um, how Carl Malone gets on the bus 
uh, after the second finals loss to them and gets on the bus and walks up to Jordan and says, you know, congratulates him. I don't think either of us would have done that. Like, I, I, I don't think I would have. And I'm very confident you wouldn't either. So that, That's uh, hard to do something like that, but you got to give credit to him as a man and a, and a sportsman. That was very, uh, very noble. I hate... Yeah, and I hate Carl Malone, so I, it's As rare I. that I jump on his. Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, that and then recently they interviewed him, and they were like, "So, what is your thoughts of um, when I say Michael Jordan? What comes to mind?" And he just kind of like looks at the cameras. Like, yeah, he's like, "What do you want me to say, Michael Jordan?" Right. <laughs> it's like nothing else. Right. Um, but that was interesting. But then a couple of things have come up since then. Um, one was uh, Horace Grant's comments. Did you hear those? I did, I did, and and your thoughts? <clears throat> I mean, there I, I saw this publication of a interviewer interviewing Horace back in like ninety two, ninety three, something like that, and he was outing right. a lot of the players for stuff that they were doing at the time. So you know, he's done a little bit of that himself, and at the well, end, no, he didn't. He didn't say he didn't. He just said that Jordan can't call somebody a snitch when he was snitching basically i know but i'm saying he's okay but he's he's a snitch also like horace was a snitch also and what is horace saying that michael's a snitch about the whole cocaine thing he didn't yeah any particular yes, player did. i mean he said the whole team it was an entire team he, he said, said the, the whole team, team but it's obviously it wasn't the entire team so i mean and that was all it's that's all like like it's like 30 years ago it's, it's said and done you know like but if it's the entire team and like for example, if it was the entire team and I wasn't there, and he says the entire team, then, then I look like the, either I'm doing coke, doing weed, or with yeah, I see that. I see that. You know what I'm saying? So like he's calling out like how other people are being snitches when he literally started the fucking sequence of calling out an entire fucking team. <laughs> it's just a little bit different because Horace, what Horace was talking like what Horace was saying at the time directly reflected the team and what was going on at the current time. I'm not saying what Michael said was okay. I'm just saying it's different because what he's bringing up is something that happened 30 years ago. All those players' careers are yeah. done. People have forgotten literally 90% of who's on that team even. And so i'm not saying it's okay but it's completely different than what horace did it's 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 on a different level of snitching but if you, if, if you were if if you were on a player at that time you were excited for this show or whatever this uh thing yeah to come i can out, understand right? you'd get and upset. so your entire family was on there and then all of a sudden your wife turns she was like yo we were uh <laughs> we were dating then or i had you know <laughs> yeah you know I, what you know? at the end of the day you turn and say i was not one of those people I mean, come on. <laughs> Who's going to prove shit? You're just going to say, you know what? I wasn't one of those guys that partook in that. That's, and then it's, 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 I mean, done. It's done. Come on. Anyway, so, so we'll agree to disagree on that one. No, my I'm point just is, like, devil's if, advocate, if you, dude, I know it's fucked no, up. No, no, I, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, the idea of, like, you can't call it's what is it called snitches get stitches motherfucker you called out you were the snitch to start this entire fucking sequence so i, I don't know I, I thought like and then and then scotty pippen apparently is just angry and i don't know what he's so upset and he, about dude he's, he comes out as looking like a chump this does entire he? Ep, the show yeah no, they basically dude, mike, said mike that basically he, says there's no scotty without there's no michael without scotty like come on that's the highest praise 
but then there's two episodes where they basically go at him saying that he basically sat on that shot, which he did, and then he took delayed his injury or his uh, his surgery so that he could. Um, I felt like it was more protest. facts, and it wasn't sh- like I didn't. I didn't think he was shown in a bad light. I thought Scotty was portrayed very well. Some of those incidences that happened, they weren't good incidents. So I mean, it was brought but up. Like, it was it was something mi- that he did. Migraine incident, but his migraine incident, and then his back in- injury. They like, also showed him being a freaking warrior in Game Six, barely being able to. I mean, they they port- they they focused in on that quite a bit too. So it was mainly good. I thought it was mainly good. I don't know what Scotty's upset about. I saw this post today too online and like most of the comments, I'd say like 95% of the comments, they were like, Scotty was shown in, in a great light in this in this documentary. Like there was all positives. Like I didn't take anything personally negative from that about Scotty. I felt like it was more factual stuff being talked about than opinion or throwing someone under the bus. They were just they were talking about what happened at the time. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, you and I can we can agree or disagree, but the the person that Pippin is the one that's like feeling this way, and it yeah, I see his side of it, you know, and so it's interesting. But beyond that, I, I thought it was a good episode. I think it's very one sided. I think it was definitely a Jordan, more of a depiction uh, on Jordan's side, which is what it should be because he's the one that brings in the crowds everyone no one's gonna go watch a horse grant fucking 10 part episode right so or the bulls without jordan so jordan gets the final check off an agreement and he gets the version of the story he wants as opposed to what should be or whatever so um um we'll transition away from that to current nba and um as of now june 1st is a suggested date of the nba card kind of basically starting up um, how do you think they should proceed? Do you think they should go into like a few games and then the regular playoffs or someone was suggesting you just fucking throw out the window and you do you basically the idea is they have to get each team has to play 70 games because they have some sort of a contract agreement with their local networks and they're all around 60 to 63. So I have to get about seven games in, which makes sense for like preseason. You can, I guess, associate that, but do you suggest a regular playoff, or do you think they should just go wipe that and go one through sixteen played out? I think they should play those. Forget East and West. I think they should play those games um, and eliminate teams that are eliminated out of contention. You know, so it's going to be kind of have to be like a rework of the schedule. But if you have no chance mathematically of making the playoffs, you shouldn't play any games. You know, there's there there's no reason they have to, to play games. So, I, I mean, if you're asking me what I think. So, I think any team that is, let's say. Golden State. Golden State, no. They wouldn't be playing. I mean, why, like, why would they, why would they but, play? There's got to be. The reason they're playing is for a purpose, right? So that they could play the actual playoffs. It's the, the whole point of this whole no, thing no, is no. so that they could play the playoffs, right? Right, right, right. That's not making the playoffs. Then what would be the point of them finishing out games? I uh, but the the thing is that they have to place most of the teams have a regional contract with the, like a local cable, right? So like w- down here, L.A. has uh, Lakers have their Fox Sports, whatever, like primetime, whatever. Clippers have theirs. Golden State has theirs. Um, they have to, there's a, within their contracts they have to play a minimum amount of games before they have to give the money back. 
a certain, you know, so like a channel gives them a certain amount of money and they have to play 70 games. If they don't, then they have to give a certain percentage back. So most of these teams have to play 70, 70, whatever it might be. But I think 70 is kind of like the cap for all of them. So they all have to play whether... Whether the players feel like there's an incentive or not, they have to because their owners have to give money back, which basically comes back to their co- their contracts, right? Like everything's based off of salary. There's like a calculations of all. So um, I think they all have to play 70. I just think someone suggested, you know what? Since it's been such a chaotic season right now, why don't we test out the 1 through 16, ignore the East and West, and just see how it turns out? which would be pretty interesting because Milwaukee would still be the one playing the eight in the East, but then the two would be the Lakers, and they'd be playing New Jersey Nets or the Brooklyn Nets, which would be a really fucking good matchup, I think. It'd actually be fun to watch. So um, it was just like an interesting perspective. I thought mix and match, why not? You have nothing else to lose at this point this season. I mean, there's always going to be an asterisk anyways. I I think the... the, the See, I don't think there's an asterisk unless you do something like that. Because that is completely out of line of what the NBA normally does. But if you just say, hey, okay, one through eight, our, our seedings are our seedings. There's a shortened season, obviously. So we're just going to run with what we have in the seedings and play normal playoffs. Then I don't think there's an asterisk right. for me. You know, because at the end of the day, it's, it's – but if you do something like that, then to me it's like, yeah, you completely changed it up. The teams on the East would never be playing. It's just that doesn't make sense to me. The only reason I say that is because in the West, 8, 9, 10, and I think 11 are separated between like three games, three, three and a half games, something That's like that. That's why so I like want them to play out seven, some games because that, yeah, that, the yeah, shuffling of that is important. It is, but seven games, you're not going to, unless you go on a you know seven-game losing streak. Bro, you know when it's close, seven games is a lot for four teams. Like I, I can guarantee you – and within four teams are, are within two games of each other, seven games, the whole thing is going to shift around. Like those teams aren't going to be in those same seedings. Eight is three and a half games ahead of three other teams that are tied uh, okay. for like basically nine, ten. You know what I'm saying? So so seven games isn't going to, unless you go on, a, unless Memphis goes on okay. a seven game losing streak. three and a half streak, games. Yeah, the that's, other a big, three te- that's a fairly big cushion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think those seven games can change the sequences for both east and west between like the two and like the seven you know the the, it's going to rotate in craziness but um i think for the eight seed it's i could see why those teams would have um i want to say like a right but a a justifiable complaint about not playing more games and kind of they would put an asterisk on there be like hey we had a chance but the game season got shortened or some shit like that so um but here's another thing that recently came up. Um, did you hear what Paul Pierce said recently about how what uh, what dynasties are determined by? No, I just saw his recent top he five basically, um, all-time player rankings where he left LeBron off of it. But go ahead. Yeah, and he said the reason. Basically, he said basically the reason is that um, a player that doesn't create a dynasty isn't in his top five, and all his five had dynasties. And Max Kellerman, who is, you know, just a loud mouth, was like, you can't, you, your nickname can't be the truth. 
and you say out loud something shit like that, basically. It's like, and I it's just say, true. I don't listen to anything Paul Pierce says. Like, he is a complete Thank you. fucking Thank idiot you. on this or Anything, any broadcast he speaks on, he's a complete moron. I don't, I don't know why they have him on there. Like, I, maybe it's for controversy, but I hardly ever respect his opinion on any matter. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Thank you. I, I'm this... He literally has not... I don't think he ever... He just says shit... I've never liked him. And we have a story of parting with him before he was popular. And he was a douche then, and he's a douche now. So, um, this leads us to... What time is it? Game time! <gasps> Ooh, that was right on. I don't think I need to edit anything on that one. All right, so this one is, I'm going to give you a nickname of a player. It's going to be a one-sided game, so it's just like for you. But I'm going to give you a nickname of a player. You have to tell me who this person is, okay? Fire away. All right, this one's easy. Round mound of rebound. That would be Sir Charles Barkley. All right. The Croatian sensation. Is that... Um, <laughs> ooh, is that Peja? No, come Peja? on, motherfucker. Croatian sensation. It's, it's your is it boy. No, it's your boy. It's from your fucking squad. Oh, my God. It's Tony. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Okay, okay, dude, what are you talking about? The documentary was on like three nights ago. I can, I can, I can fairly confidently say I didn't hear Croatian sensation used one time in the documentary. Okay, no, this, this is like, this is why I'm like some of these nicknames I've never heard of in my life. Okay, so (laughs) this one, this one's actually a tough one. It's the professor, and if you need a clue, I'll give you a clue. Is this is an NBA player? This is an NBA player, the professor. Okay, because okay. there's a professor, like an and one guy. Um, no, 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 okay. no, 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 the professor. Uh, I don't know that he played for a lot of teams. He could he uh, if he dunked, he was a point guard. Let's go that way. He's a point guard. Andre Miller. If he, there you go. There oh, you go. Okay, bro. Okay, That's bro. actually pretty good. You know um, what? It's funny is. <laughs> He gets clowned on for, like, not being able to dunk or like, but bro, every NBA player can fucking throw it down, man. And so, like, yeah. in the game, it's a little bit hard sometimes. But the dude's like six, like three, six four. He's an athlete. Like, I think he's like six five, even almost. Like, he can dunk. Like, every fucking NBA player can dunk. A uh, homie, I don't care what people say. He played like forty years in the league. No, I know. You know what was more incredible than him not dunking was him not shooting threes. He survived <laughs> yeah. as a point guard, never shooting threes. Like. Ever. He just okay. didn't shoot threes. That's what's more incredible. Okay. So let's clarify his game. He had no inside game and no outside no, game. No, he had inside <laughs> game though, bro. He post up game. Dude, Andre Miller was good. I mean, come on. Yeah, He's, but you he don't survive 20 like- years in the league as a point guard if you're not good. Like, come on. He's, he was really good at one point. <laughs> No, I'm I'm not but like like he didn't like he was like okay so like Kyrie when he goes to the basket he's very creative you know like there's certain right. players that are like okay you don't necessarily have a great outside game so you can like Iverson you could slash he would get to like cuz his game was posting up smaller point guards right but then this like is crafty super crafty yeah 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 okay uh it's like Sam Cassell was the same thing you know like Sam Cassell yeah, was yeah. slow yeah 
so um, here we go. Next one. Employee number eight. That's an easy one. That's uh, Kobe. Nope. <laughs> Antoine Walker? There you go. Dude, isn't, isn't Kobe employee number eight on the commercial? Nah. Are you sure about that, man? Well, no, no. I think it's no, Kobe. No dude. commercial was. Yeah, man. I, I'm I'm almost sure is Kobe is employee number eight, bro. Well, th- on on this you know link that I him. have, it's oh. him. Okay, so okay. Next one is Captain Jack. Captain um, Jack. Jack, exactly. Jack. Captain Jack. Jared Jack. Nope. Because though he Jared played Jack's for the Warriors. Jared. Yeah, isn't that Jared Jack? No, I know you, that's not him. He played for the Warriors. Um, and he Jimmy, played for the Jimmy Spurs. Jackson? Jimmy Jackson. No, and he played for the Spurs. He won a championship with the Spurs. Let's go that way. That would be good. My, Michael Finley? <laughs> no, I don't know. No. Steven Jackson. Steve? Oh, my. Wait, what did you say was his nickname? Captain Jack. Uh, okay, you know what? They call him Stack Jack. I'm, I'm yeah, more see, used so, to Stack Jack. But, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, Captain Jack. Uh, this, this, site, one this is, site is fucking whack, by the yeah, way. Dude. This is the classic <laughs> hoops Instagram. So here's the next one. The dagger. Or daggers. Daggers. Sorry. Daggers. Uh, this one's a tough one. I'll tell you. He, was, he played yeah, for... Uh, he, I'll give you... He went to Washington University. U-dubs. Was it Nate Robinson? No. No. Um, he he wore okay. number seven. If I give you the next clue, you'll know it. So that's why I don't want to give it to you. Okay. Next no, one is he played for the Blazers. What was that? what was the nickname? Daggers. He, uh, um, Daggers played for the Blazers. Is Dame? Is Dame? Is no, Dame number Brandon seven? Roy before the oh, pre okay. pre Lillard. Okay. okay. Brandon <laughs> um, Roy was and then the this one you'll know. You'll know this one. The Jet. That one's a little obscure. Um, The Jet. Kenny the Jet. No, 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 no. Come on, dude. What kind of nicknames are these? That's his name. It's Kenny the Jet, dude. Kenny Smith. I know that's who you're thinking of, but this is... No, the Jet actually makes sense to this one. The Jet makes sense to this one. Jason Terry. Jet. Well, I don't know, because... Jason Terry. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the Jet. That was the Jet. That was a jet. I mean, okay. it was Kenny, uh, Mons- Kenny the Jet Smith, dude. <laughs> That's just like literally his nickname, but okay. I don't know. I would. I didn't know Kenny the. Uh, I didn't know Kenny like that, like the Jet. But I knew Jet as in Jason Terry, so I knew that one. Monster Mash. No, you're right. Okay. Who was that? Monster Mash. Give me a clue. Um, mm, he played. He was in the '90s, early 2000s. Uh, his last name is a short. Um, Jamal is Mashburn. Short, yeah, yeah. Jamal Mashburn. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a very good player. Very good player. Yeah, very good. Okay, this is the one that you won't get. This one I didn't get. No, this one Mississippi Bullet. That was a tough one. I, I, he played for the Warriors. That'll be a clue. I don't know. It, I don't really know. don't know. Oh, come mm-hmm. on, now, homie. I'll, I'll, I'll let you think about that. I'll, we'll come back to that one. Um, well, CP3, I know you know that one. Um, this one, <laughs> I didn't think 
Well, who's CB3? his initials. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this one... It's Chris Paul. Yeah. This one is interesting. I didn't think of this, but Tim Bug. This was... I, I didn't associate this to him. I thought his nickname... Was it Tim, Tim McCullough? No, it was Tim okay. Hardaway, but I thought it was Killer Crossover. Oh. Wasn't, wasn't that... A, wasn't that his I mean, nickname? that was just his move. The UTEPs, you... Yeah. Yeah, the two-step. Um, I don't know. I guess. Here we go. This one you should know. Killer. Big dog. Big dog. Big dog. Big dog. Big dog. Big dog. He signed the biggest contract <laughs> Can in the I NBA at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Robinson. Yep. Yep. Next one is the chief. Who's the chief? The chief. Robert, Robert Parrish. There you go, there you go. And then this is this is up your alley. You better know this motherfucker. Captain Kirk. That's obviously Kirk Heinrich. There you go. Would you have known that if I didn't say it's up your alley? My boy. No, that was that was okay. his nickname, Captain Kirk. Okay, what about Stacy King yelling that on the broadcast all the time? Oh, there you go. There you go. What about Silky? Silky? I don't know. He was silky smooth. He was he was a lefty. Nah, I, I figured I figured that much. Silky smooth. Um, what was that? Is he Laker? No, no, no. He uh, he was for the Bucks. Majority of his career was with the Bucks. Oh, like his um, claim to fame. I don't know. If that was his name, but is, is Michael Red? Yeah, yeah. I didn't think that was his name either, but apparently I don't think that was his go. name either. Okay. Here we go. The Brazilian Blur. This one's pretty easy. There's only like one Brazilian that's, else um, fast as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Leandro Barbosa. There you go. There you go. So this name, I I haven't I, I can argue about this name, but it's called the Thief. Um the Thief. Is it Tony Allen? No. He played in the Late eighties, early nineties. Um yeah. Um, give me a clue. That's a tough one. Um late eighties, on, early nineties. It was yeah. Um he played with Steve Smith. Uh, I don't even know what his real oh, name uh, was. Mookie Blaylock. There you go. There you Mookie go. Mookie Blaylock. There you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Now, <laughs> There's yeah, some good ones, pretty, actually. Like, there are some interesting ones. Like, some of these I really did not know at all what they're fucking... So, the thief in my book is Sidel Three. That was his nickname, the thief. Sidel the thief. Was he a good defender? <laughs> yeah. No, Sidel Three was like... Threes, when he played for Seattle, he was like all NBA and shit like that. Like, he was a baller. Um... And then, oh, this is the last one I wanted to get to. Okay, so this is a conversation that just came up, or it was an article that just came up by The Ringer, and it's the eight or eight power forwards in the NBA era that have that would dominate this era. Who do you have? Can you guess the eight at least? Let's go. That oh, one. Can you guess just, the eight? Eight, eight that are playing. In that an played, older that, era that would dominate now, yeah, power forwards that would dominate so, this era. Basically, 
Okay. There would just so, be like their like, versatile kind of. They could. These guard are people that are just positions. retired or what? They're they're out of the league. They've been out of the league for maybe twenty years, maybe longer, some maybe uh, okay. more recent. So like just previous era. Okay. For, so for we'll example, say I'll give you one. I'll give you one. I'll give you one. For example, okay, one of the eight. So you just have to get seven. It's like Kevin Garnett was one of them. Okay. Okay, all right. So obviously we're going to say, I mean, Kevin Garnett, all right. Um, we'll say Carl Malone. Nope. He was not on Carl this list. Carl Malone was not on the list. Okay, I don't even want to Versa- play the game anymore if Carl Malone's not on the list. You're not understanding. Like, he don't Versa- think he could play? Right? So this criteria is based off this version of a power forward. Carl Malone's game did not translate to this era's power forward version, right? Carl Malone was a post-up mid-range. That okay. that doesn't right. exist anymore, right. right? Kevin Garnett was. All right, I got, okay, I got you. All right, I you got know you. What I'm saying? Okay, I got you. Damn, um, Rasheed Wallace. There you go. There, that's number two on the list. Kevin okay. Garnett was one. Rasheed Wallace was two. Um, Chris Webber. Chris Webber was on there. There you go. Um. Dirk just retired. What about Charles Barkley? There you go. That's four. Okay. Got three to go. I don't think you're going to get one of them because he was a little bit before our generation. Mm-hmm. But you got two. You got at least two more. Yeah, it's kind of getting hard now. Um, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, we talked. We talked about this one earlier. Agent number eight. Agent number eight. You don't want Antoine Walker. Yeah, I didn't think he was a power forward. I thought he was a, not even a power, power forward. Small forward. Like, yeah, so they have them yeah, him on this list. Forward. So, so we have two more to um, go. For the for the record, I think Carmelo could be on this list too just as my opinion but i um, i the other guy i would say power forwards though i was gonna say some somebody like david robinson actually but um, he's a center though yeah i know um one i'll give you a clue played for my team which should be fairly obvious James worthy no 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 Re- Not James more recent worthy? Not James Worthy okay. was a three. Um, I mean, Powell? in this era, he no power still, still playing. P- power still playing. Um, he uh, almost uh, died Andrew, at a brothel. No, he almost died in a brothel. I don't know. Man. Just Lamar just fucking Odom, homie. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Lamar. Was, I mean, Lamar to me again. He's a he's a small forward. Lamar's no, he played forward. power forward. He's his entire career, basically, like he played powerful because he's. I think this is a point forward. Yeah, point forward. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't know. Th- I don't know the rest. The Maybe other it. one you wouldn't know is Larry Nance Jr., which makes. I mean, he was just versatile. He was just ahead of his game. Maybe okay. not this era, okay. but he was ahead of his game. And then uh, you said Chris Webber, uh, Antoine Walker, which is a stretch, I think. And that was that was the eight. So, you know what? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this one thing because they, there's always this talk about player, what players will be good in what era, vice versa, and all stuff. I think at the end of the day, it's relative, right? 
So you can't say a guy like LeBron would play so much better back in the day because if LeBron was born back in the day at that time, his skill level would be relative to those players around him at the time. So when you, if you have a guy like Jerry West, let's say, are you going to say that Jerry West would not be able to play in today's game? The fact of the matter is if Jerry West was born in 1980, he probably would be a great NBA basketball player with relative skills till today. So I think the whole this cross-era comparing players the players that play at the time whoever stands out is the superior player in that era but they would be in any era superior do you you understand what i mean i think these players it goes for terms of like skills practice medical technology advancements all this other stuff it's all relative so if you have players in the 1960s whoever's balling in that moment would be balling now also because it would be relative to their competition. It's just my thought on it. I just I think the whole cross-era thing is whack. I think any player that you're playing with your competition at that moment and you're superior, you would be superior in any era because you would have the same advantages that the players around you have in terms of training. I agree. That I agree. But some people, like for example, a, a perfect example would be Russell Westbrook. Okay. His he has his skill skill set isn't above and beyond a superstar NBA player. Like he doesn't have the handles of a of a Kyrie. He doesn't have the shooting skills of a like say um, what's it called like Clay or Curry. Right. He's just fucking incredibly fast, incredibly strong. That's just. It's not a skill he developed. It's a skill that he just had. Yeah, but he's incredibly fast and strong compared to the players now. So even if you put him back, but if you put him back thirty years from Uh now, homie, Uh he would be. If you put him against, that's what I'm saying. If you put him back thirty years from now, bro, he's not going to look like how he looks now. Why would he's going to look like Oscar Robinson? Because that's how everybody looked, motherfucker. You're gonna was someone way buffer and faster than Oscar Robinson? No, because he's born at that time with that type. Bro, I mean, come on, man. Like if Russell, Tell you're you're telling me you're... Russell Westbrook would be born in 1960 and he would look like Russell Westbrook looks like now? Of course not. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> your logic, but here's the thing that you're not understanding. In the 60s, so, so why was it so hard for? There was such a limited amount of teams, such a limited amount of recruiting and talent and um, and people who were just able to play that. Like most people in the 60s, NBA really wasn't their example. job. I'll NBA give you another wasn't really good example. Take the Olympics, okay? Okay. From 19, whenever it started, okay? It was early 1900s. As it goes year by year, Olympic by Olympic, guess what? The 100 dash – the times get better and better and better and better. Why? Because you don't think somebody like Jesse Owens back in the day, if he was born now, you don't think he'd be a fucking supreme sprinter? Because oh, that's his DNA. That's what's in his body. So that's what I'm saying. If you take a player like Russell Westbrook, bro, he's a special. 
specimen. But back then, do they lift weights like they do now? Do they run like they do? No, of course not. He's going to follow the same type of practice routine at that time. That's why guys look like they do in the 60s. That's why they look like they do in the 70s. And that's why they look like they do now. Because people lift weights crazy. Their, their regimen is different. And that's why, like, I'll give you a really, really, really good example. Like a phenomenal example. Take a player like that's not that okay andre miller you okay. take andre miller right now like not right now we'll take andre miller from the 90s his his body of work and you right. put him in the six and you put him in the 60s he's the greatest player of all time no nope. of course he is not to, okay well you know what then i complete i think you're a fucking idiot Honestly, if you think that. You Honestly. keep saying that like every episode and then the next episode I come back and prove you wrong and then you're like, well, fuck it. Who you do you trust? You never prove me wrong except for the stupid biking thing. It's literally the only thing you've proven me wrong, which, which Kenji had to do it. But other than that, no, you're a fool. You're a fool if you think that. No. It, it's, no it's literal biology it's, and shit. Like I, it's it's I'm the development you it's, at the time. I'm telling you, it's, it's the idea that nowadays – there are so many – first and foremost, there's so many more opportunities to be seen. There's more opportunities to be scouted. There's more opportunities to play. There's more opportunities to be on a high-level team. Back in the 50s, 60s, there was racism. There was social separation, division, blah, 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 whatever. And then you get into the 60s and then the 70s. Why did the ABA have all the athletes and the NBA didn't? Like, the ABA had Dr. J and all these fucking studs. When they came into the NBA, they were fucking, like, gods. Because nothing Not had ever, true. No one... Not true. When wow. Dr. J came over, when Dr. J came over, he was good. Like, yeah, but not everybody that came over. It's just, it's different, dude. Those, those players, didn't Dr. J and all those players you're talking about that were in the ABA, they were on the ABA together, right? They had right. the same level of competition right. together, right? Because right. it was relative. Look, I get it. Your brain can't grasp the concept. No, like, I understand. No, 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 no I get it. I, I get it. You're saying the game has developed and the, the, the uh, coaching and the, uh, the training has improved. So these guys that were, like, mediocre are superstars now. What I'm telling you is the mediocre dude, Russell Westbrook in high school, if you take him back in the 60s, he was going to fucking dominate. Because no one was going to be as fast. Havlicek couldn't fucking dribble left-handed. You're saying if you brought Havlicek now, he would be in the league? He wouldn't be in the fucking league. Like I said, you don't, you're not grasping uh, the concept, I, dude. Because yeah, the fact that you just gave those two comparisons, it literally validates that you're not understanding the concept. Because if Havlicek was born now, bro, he, he would be in have the, the training the that players have now. He wouldn't be in the league. Dude, all right. Okay. Because you think he would be dribbling one-handed and shit now, right? That because no, that, that's what your both. fucking brain thinks that yeah. that he would be dribbling one-handed now. That like no. that's that because he otherwise, would be dribbling would you, both, why would you say that? No, he would be dribbling both-handed, but he wouldn't have the NBA skill set to be in the NBA. He wouldn't have the talent. Look, talent is a it's a something. Unfortunately, some people and you will agree with me. There's something that you're born with. You're just born with. You're born with a certain height. You're born with a certain strength. You're born with a certain... You can't develop those. He was a Joe Schmo. He was like 6'2", average skill, average height, average speed, average quickness, average... That era, he had... For that era, he was a baller. 
because he could dribble the ball better than most people of that era. Beyond that, if he came now, he wasn't going to be any faster, quicker, taller, stronger. He might be stronger, but he wasn't going to be taller, faster, or quicker. He's just not. He might have made the roster on a fucking team, but he wasn't going to be the fucking Hall of Famer. That's just, that's just how it is. Russell, I, I didn't even listen to you because you can't change exactly. my opinion on this. I mean, it's yeah, that's like, fine. That's fine. There's, there's no but by the way, the the, uh, the eighth person on the list was uh, Anthony Mason, which would have been a great okay. power forward of this era because yeah. he had the he was a you know he was a point forward of that era that was just underappreciated. One of a kind. Rest in peace. One of a kind. Rest in peace, Mace. I think he died a couple years ago. I don't know uh, from what, but he passed away a handful of years ago. But. Anyways, that will conclude another episode of I Wish I Was a Little Bit Taller, our second one of the week. Um, The first one (coughs) ruined it. (laughs) You fucked up? (laughs) Yeah. And I am about a half a bottle of tequila in today, so I may be a little blurry. Oh, now it makes sense, bro. (laughs) Now it makes sense because your fucking brain isn't working, dude. Okay. Are we Sunday Funday on a Thursday? Um, if you think I'm right and uh, you know Aiden's wrong because Havlicek would still not be in the NBA right now, let us know. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.